Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches in necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when am I am weak, then am I strong. And my subject this morning, amen, for just a few moments of time is the gift of grace. The gift of grace. Would you just pray with me one more time before you see that Jesus, we worship you, we love you. Lord God, there's no one like you in all the earth. I pray that you would anoint your word. Your word is already anointed. Anoint me as your servant to speak your word with all boldness. Lord God, I pray for revelation and understanding to fill our hearts and minds. And let us, Lord God, walk in the grace, the Lord, that you shed your blood for. And we give you thanks. And everybody said in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Amen. Can we clap our hands unto the Lord as we're seated today? Come on, let's give Jesus a great big round of applause and praise. Hallelujah, Jesus, you're great. We praise your name. You're awesome. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated today. Amen. Also very excited, amen, to to have, amen, a baptism. Amen, Yasmin. Amen. Did I say that correctly? Yanis, I am so sorry. Yanis is getting baptized today at the end of service. Amen. And we're so excited. This is Jay's sister. We're glad you're here. And we celebrate with you today. Amen. Praise God. Amen. The Apostle Paul in this scripture is writer of more than half of the New Testament. And is a missionary for Jesus who has ministered the gospel of Jesus to much of the known world at that time. And the Lord has used Paul to minister powerful words and to extend God's healing of disease to humanity. The Apostle Paul is a learned man. He is a respected man. He is a very sensitive man in terms of knowing the voice of God and his power. He writes in the previous verses of This chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, he writes that concerning a time in his life where he is caught up in a time of prayer. He's in deep, intense prayer. And he experiences a closeness with God. The Bible says, amen. He is is translated, if you will. He sees the third heaven in this deep encounter with God. And during this time, he is so reverent about this divine encounter that he doesn't directly say that it's himself who has this encounter with God. He refers to himself in the third person because his experience is so glorious that he feels unworthy to even talk about this divine encounter that he has with God. And so he, he says that in the course of the scripture, you know, this encounter that he has with God is not something that most people have. And his connection with God is, is, is just, just so far beyond what most people walk into. And he feels out of sorts. And there's not too many humans who can relate to him 
because they have not had what he's experienced in his walk with God. And in this particular, it takes him even 14 years to refer to this encounter with God before he has the freedom to speak about this amazing encounter that he had with God 14 years prior. And he says, to keep me from being conceited about my encounters with God, to keep me from being arrogant about all the things that God has done through my life. This man has preached, amen, all over the world. This man has written, amen, two-thirds of the New Testament. This man, God has used him and through him done miracles, signs, and wonders, and many, many great things to keep him from being conceited and lifted up. He says in, in the scripture, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. the messenger of Satan to buffet me. I want to explain what that is today. This thorn in the flesh, this messenger of Satan is, is, is an affliction that he doesn't give much information on. There's many speculations. Some wonder if, if it was the fact that he had bad eyesight. Others wonder if it was because of his many afflictions. I mean, Paul, amen, the Roman Empire was not a fan of Paul because so many lives were being changed by the power of Jesus Christ through his preaching and teaching and ministry. The Roman Empire wanted to be the ruler, amen, but God was saying, no, I'm the ruler, not you, Rome, amen, but God used the apostle Paul mightily, and, and because of the way that God used him, amen, there were many afflictions. He was in jail many times because of his love for Christ. Stoned, beaten many times, shipwrecked for his love for Christ. Some wonder, amen, and speculate if, if this thorn in the flesh, this messenger of Satan was a kind of affliction in his body or an affliction to his mind or his emotions. He does not elaborate on the exact amen, kind of affliction that he's experiencing. But he says this, he says, to keep me from being exalted above measure, to keep me dependent on God, the Lord allowed my life to experience some trouble. The Lord allowed my life to experience some affliction. The Lord allowed me in my life to experience some challenges that were beyond my control. Amen. Whether they were sickness or pain or rejection or persecution. Amen. It could be all of the above, but he says, amen. He says this was given to me to keep me from being exalted above measure. And to keep me depending on God. And he says, for this thing, for, for this affliction, for this trouble, amen, for these trials and persecutions in my mind, in my body, in my emotions, I sought the Lord three times that he would take these things from me. I asked God to take the difficulties from me. I asked God to take the afflictions from me. And Jesus replied to him and said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength 
is made perfect or complete in weakness. Most gladly, then he said, I will rather glory in my infirmities. I will glory and boast about my trials. I will gladly boast about my afflictions, my troubles, the things that don't work out the way that I think they should. Amen. The times where, amen, I don't have an answer for the problems in my life. I'm going to boast in those things because therefore that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For when I am weak, then am I strong. He's saying my afflictions keep me on my knees in prayer. My unanswered prayers keep me seeking independent upon God. The things I don't have the solution for help me to recognize and realize that I can't do this by myself. God's hand can be on my life. God can work miracles in and through my life, but I still desperately need God every single day. Amen. Maybe the challenge that you're facing today is simply the gift of God's grace working in your life so that you do not take off and decide that you can do life all by yourself without him. You can call it a divine frustration. I'd rather have a divine frustration on earth that keeps me on my knees, that keeps me crying out, that keeps me vulnerable, than for me to think that I can do and handle my life all by myself, only to get to the end of my life, and only, amen, to when I lose my life, go into eternity and find myself out of heaven and out of God. He said, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. God is saying to us today, his strength is made complete. His strength, amen, comes to its strongest form in our weakness. Amen. Amen. Jesus said himself, those who are whole have no need of a physician. I'd rather be afflicted and have Jesus than be whole without him. Come on. There's some people who are sick and they pray and ask God for their healing. And while they're waiting on their healing and they're waiting on their miracle, they're faithful to the house of God. They're staying on their knees. They're praying. They're fasting. They're seeking God. They're making all kinds of commitments to God. Amen. They're, they're checking in with God every day. They're depending on God every day. And some of those same people who are so 
desperate in their time of sickness, in their time of affliction. When God finally answers their prayer, they get up and leave him. The affliction in our life keeps us on our knees in prayer. Prayer is a salve for every sore, a remedy for every malady. And when we are afflicted with thorns in the flesh, we should give ourselves to prayer. Maybe there's a temptation in your life. Amen. And you, let me uh, let me pack this real quick. Amen. Temptation is not sin. Giving in to temptation is sin. And there is a very distinct difference. Every single one of us is tempted. Jesus Christ himself himself was tempted. The scripture tells us that Jesus was tempted in all points, such as we are. Amen. Every kind of way that you can think of temptation, Jesus was tempted that way. And he said, yet without sin. Our temptation today is, amen, put before us. Now the Bible says that God does not tempt any man, but he allows the enemy to tempt us. God is not tempting you with sin. There is no sin in God. There is no unrighteousness in God. But amen, he will allow the enemy to tempt us. Why? Because it's in that moment of affliction. It's in that moment of temptation. It's that moment where I have situations beyond my control that I must run to God and say, Lord, I need your help. I need your grace. Sometimes we are tempted that we may learn to pray. Sometimes we are afflicted that we may learn to pray. Jesus said in Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, our inner man, not the spirit of God, this is lowercase s. Our human spirit desires to please God, but our flesh is weak. Our flesh always falls short. That is why Jesus said, watch and pray. We are tempted that we may learn to depend on God through the power of prayer. We are tempted that we may learn to run back to Jesus and run back to him again and again and again. There is a dependency upon God that my trial and my test is designed to develop in my life. It is designed to develop a dependency upon God in your life for when we are weak, for when we are weak, when we finally admit it, that's our problem. That's our problem. That's a humanity problem. We don't want to admit that 
we're weak. Deep down, we may not say it in our mouth, but in the confines of our mind, in our day-to-day, in our minute-to-minute, in our place-to-place, amen, we want to avoid a life governed by God. Where our flesh wants to avoid a life guided by God. And so what do we do to avoid the guidance and governance of God? We say, I got this. I got this. I don't need to pray. Prayer is optional. I don't need to. I'll wait till Sunday to read my Bible. I'll wait till Sunday to depend on God. You know what? Grow group is optional this week. I'll make it. I'll just do it on my own. I don't need to be there. I've got other things. That is flesh saying I can do this by my and God's saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I love you so much. I'm going to let weakness rise up in your life. I love you so much. I'm going to allow temptation. I'm going to allow the enemy to tempt you. Amen. And if that means us falling and falling until we finally dust our knees off and say, I can't do this without you. Lord, take this from me. Lord, remove all my troubles. Lord, remove this temptation. Remove this affliction. Lord, remove this difficulty. And there will be times where God removes it. But there will be other times he'll give us a gift of grace that says, my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is perfect in your weakness and if I remove this from you you'll think you can do this on your own my affliction keeps me reaching to God for help my affliction is the cure for the pride in my life. There have been times when I've said to God, I don't know if I can take another trial. I don't know if I can handle another bad report. Take this from me. I can't deal anymore, Lord. He says, I have a gift for you. My grace is sufficient for you. For when you are weak, then my strength is strong in your life. Would you stand with me today? I can't help myself the way I'd like to think I can. You can't help. You can't save yourself. 
need a Savior. I need a Savior. Been going to church for 30 years? Great. You need a Savior. You need Him just as much today as you needed Him the first day. I need a Savior today. I'm a pastor. I've seen a lot of things. God's done a lot of tremendous things in my life. God's done a lot of tremendous things through my life. I'm so indebted to Him. But I need His grace. I need His grace. It is the gift of grace. It's his unmerited favor in my life. It's the thing that keeps me dependent on him so that when God uses me, I can't take the credit. And when God blesses me, I can't take the credit. Amen. And when God, amen, puts great opportunity before me that I don't go walking away from him. Amen. I'm thankful for the valley. David say, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And the purpose of grace, amen, in the valley is so that we don't forget God when we get to the mountain. When I'm in the valley, I need the gift of grace to make it through. When I am on the mountaintop, I need the gift of grace to keep me saved, to keep me humble, to keep me dependent today. Jesus is saying, I love you so much. There are some prayers I won't answer the way you want me to. Jesus is saying today, I love you so much that I care about you spending forever and ever and ever and ever and ever with me. And if I remove that affliction and if I remove that temptation, you'll stop coming to me. You'll stop depending on me. Amen. And you'll find yourself outside of relationship with me for eternity. Jesus is knocking the door of your heart. There's some, listen, we need to pray. We need to ask God for things. You know, we need to ask God to heal. We need to ask God to deliver. We need to ask God to open doors. Jesus said, amen, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And when he says that, he means according to his will. According to his will. His ultimate will is not that any man should perish, but that we should all come to repentance, that we should all have everlasting life. Any prayer we pray that is contrary to that perfect will, there are going to be days that God says, I love you too much to say yes to that prayer. I care about your eternity too much to say yes, but you know what? I've got a gift. 
I've got a gift of grace. Come to me. I'll comfort you. I'll strengthen you. Amen. Bring your vulnerabilities to me. Bring your weaknesses to me. I'll empower you to bear it. I'll empower you to walk through it. Amen. God didn't take the afflictions away from Paul. He didn't take the persecutions away from Paul. He said, my grace is sufficient. Grace keeps you coming back to relationship. This morning, grace is the bond that ties us and God. Grace is the bond that keeps us connected. I know this isn't popular mainstream Christianity talk, but this is Bible talk that this this pastor is preaching today. Amen. You're not going to hear this. Amen. And some of your mainstream that is watering down. Amen. And removing scriptures from the Bible. And amen. Not preaching the whole truth, nothing but the truth. But what I'm preaching today is a grace. Amen. That while there may be afflictions in this life, there's going to be a day coming where you're going to cross that finish line and walk on streets of gold and you're going to look back at your affliction you're going to look back at your trouble and you're going to say it kept me on my knees it was worth it all it kept me loving you it kept me seeking you it kept me depending upon you I'd like to invite us to all come to this altar today the gift of grace is wanting to work in your life Come on, let's all make our way here. There's a shift here. God's wanting us to rethink how we do relationship with God. God's not a genie in a bottle. He's not the candy man. God is not Santa Claus. He loves us. He's a loving father. And maybe there's an affliction in your life right now. I don't know, maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's your emotions. Maybe it's, maybe it's financial. Maybe it's decisions in your life. Maybe it's, it's some relationships in your life and, 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 and they afflict you and they, they, they cause stress in your life. And, you know, I, 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 I recognize that there are some things in my life, some, some afflictions I've had in my life that I'm like, why did you allow them to say that to me? Why did you allow them to do that to me? It made you run to you, run to you, didn't it? It caused you to cry out. It worked mercy in you, didn't it? It worked compassion in you, didn't it? It made you better, didn't it? I allowed it to grow you into my grace today. Why don't we lift our hands unto the Lord right now? And before we pray, I want to mention this thing. There's two dynamics to a gift. There's the giver and there's a receiver. Jesus is giving us his grace. There's nothing you can't face and or endure or walk through victoriously and joyfully without the grace of God. It may not be the answer you want to hear, but it's the one you need to hear. It's the one that's going to make you better. It's, going to, it's the one that's going to make you more mature. It's the one that's going to help you cross that finish line. 
And so today, as Jesus is giving his grace, God's saying, will you open up your heart and receive it? He's saying, I'm giving it. Let's lift our hands and begin to do that right now. Come on, there! you need grace for an affliction in your life. You need grace for an affliction or trouble in your life. You need grace to overcome and walk through that temptation. You need grace to depend upon God today. Come on, that's it. Come on, would you cry out and ask the Lord to help you? I need you. There's a vulnerability that God is drawn to. The more weak we get, the stronger he gets. The more vulnerable that we, he, we get today. Amen. The stronger his power power will work in our life is there anyone in this house who will admit their weakness to God is there anyone in this house will say I cannot do this without you the apostle Paul I'm going to boast in my weaknesses that the power of Christ may rest upon me let's sing and worship as we continue to pray right now come on that's it let's it let's let's begin to do that right now come on that's it just begin to call out to God in weakness, Lord Jesus. Uh, I admit, Lord God, that I am not enough, Lord. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. Come on, there's situations you're trying to be too strong to, for today. You hold my every moment. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like I am, Lord, in all of my weakness. Amazing. I give myself to you today. I depend upon you. That saved a wretch like me. Help for your grace. 